What up, what up? It's the Free Lunch Bunch. I am Brad the Dad. I'm here with my co-host, the RZA. Hey. What's happening? What happened? Mm-hmm. So, the day before yesterday, I saw all the uh, posts on one of those groups on Facebook, and it said that... um. Young black men are being raised to be stepfathers. And it was something that gripped me a little bit because I really didn't have, I never really have an objection to that. It's been about three, maybe three generations of somebody picking up after somebody else's uh, mess, so to speak. Because make no mistake about it, these relationships that we have between men and women that don't work out and somebody else has to step in are exactly what you say they are. They're a mess. And it's not by the fault of either parents because when a child comes into play, it's more of a growing experience. And a lot of times you're not going to make the growing, uh, you're not going to make the growing transition with this person because y'all got together foolishly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from a blended family, and I'll tell you this, it's one of the best decisions that was made for me, in my opinion. Everybody else isn't so lucky because it's about the people you have flanking you and the people you have supporting you. And generally, a lot of people have big families and none of them fuck with them. And it's a sad case to see, but it's never really a bad thing. I personally am an advocate for blended families because the child needs more than a few eyes looking in their direction. Right. So do you feel like in the breakdown of where um, like the stepfathers are becoming a thing, do you feel like people are just having kids and then just trying to fix the situation afterwards? Or do you feel like people are trying to fix broken situations completely? Like it goes deeper than just some one night stands. Um, well, I can only speak from this perspective. As a father, Mm -hmm. my thing was, I didn't know today I was going to make a baby. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, because honestly, all them other times that I uh, uh, deep dove and nothing happened, I (laughs) thought that was about to be the thing. Ah, you thought you were sterile. Uh, well, you know, that's legitimately a thing that that's really a big thing for black men. Mm-hmm. You got to understand there's a lot of girls. I'm not putting it on them, but this is some information that's overlaid to us. There's a lot of women that can't have kids mm-hmm. rather than on the pill or not. So you've been free falling on that one. Shit, you thinking that situation is going to be the next one. And then uh, guess what? I'm pregnant, nigga. Like, ah, got me. Yeah, definitely. That happened. Me. That happened mm-hmm. to me. So it's not, it's not really, it's not really, it's not really their fault, but when it's put to you mm-hmm. that you're about to have a child, you know, you try to make it work, man, but you got to understand a lot of times when you're just having this irresponsible, nasty sex fun with somebody else that y'all might not be compatible in the other places. And yeah. that leads to families like not fucking with each other. Yeah, and that's and that's what I think is very sad in the breakdown. I do think I agree that there's a lot of people having irresponsible sex and then we bring children into these chaotic situations. 
And then we have to try to fix it. And then you have to temper whether or not, because, you know, you see it from all sides. If she still likes him or if he still likes her, and then how do they move forward? Like if you're, you know, trying to live your life, you meet a guy, you guys have sex, you don't like him. He still likes you. You're Mm -hmm. pregnant and vice versa for the man and the Mm -hmm. woman. Either person is going to make your life hell because you don't like them back. And then they want to make the people's life around you hell. That to me just seems, I understand the concept of insult and hurt and, you know, the things like that. Like, man, I feel salty that you didn't like me back. And then we have a kid and you, I have to look at you every day, be happy with somebody else. I understand that concept. But at the same time, I also understand that what's for you will be for you. So if I let something go, like I never had those type of problems because it's like, okay, well, we're not together. Cool. You go do you, I do me. And then I don't get in none of his situations. Like I'm just speaking from personal experience. He is free to be himself and do whatever. Now I want to meet the women that are around my children because I believe that we're a village. And that's what I have tried to create within my own family. Mm-hmm. Like me and my kids, dad's girlfriend, I would say damn near wife. They've been together for a long time. We get along great. Everybody thought like, oh, you about to go over to her house and be on some bullshit. Because I said, I want to meet her before she meet the kids. And everybody's looking at me like, oh, my gosh. I went to her house. I hugged her. And I said, thank you for caring for my children. We've had a great relationship since. Like, we do Mother's Day. She's been to my home. I've been to her home. Like, it's all good. We should get back to that whole village thing. It's too many people worried about what somebody else's house is doing instead of focusing on the children. Because those are the people that suffer the most when we just keep up this big, like, runaround of all these adults and this chaos and this mess and this petty. It's like, grow the fuck up and let these kids have a chance. I agree. And that's basically what you see up and down your timelines. If you're not on... If, it, it's, it's very disheartening to see how far the relationship between men and women come... Mm-hmm. Uh, how bad it disintegrates after a child is introduced. Mind you, a lot of these kids are not products of love. It's just lust. Mm -hmm. And that stuff really trends throughout the relationships. And, you know, people can tell when you're not fucking with them. And the kids feel that way because if I'm stuck in a tug of war, mommy and daddy's on either end, you know, eventually you're going to have to, you know, cling to one side and this, that, and the other. And that's and unfair. It's very is because a kid should not be involved in no adult situations until they're able to understand. And even then, what was told to me is I still got to roll with my mom despite how wrong she is because you are a son. You are charged to protect your mother regardless if I can or if I can't because if I'm the, if I'm the first line of defense, it's you. Hopefully, if you take a bullet, she needs to get her ass on and get the fuck on and not try to Talk down their assailants. But then how do you protect someone who's never protected you? You know, I mean, I guess in those type of situations, when you look at it, it's like you have these toxic moms. Because, I'm, you know, I mean, I can see it from both sides. So I'm not just saying it's just women or just the men. This is a people issue. People, I think it's bigger than that. Because I don't want to just put blame on just a certain type of people. We oh, forget no. that it's we're a, putting all these... It's a conflict. Right. So there's blame on both sides. Baby. It is. It really is. And then... What happens is we forget, and I think people really don't take into consideration about these soul ties. And we get together with people we barely know, and you leave a huge piece of yourself. A child. 
with someone else. That's right. And then you have to be connected to them emotionally, physically, like everything. So when you look at that and that's hard for you and you're not a person who processes things healthy with your emotions, you can't deal with that. It's going to make you irrational. It's going to make you crazy. It's going to make you paranoid. It's going to make so many things come into your mind that you hadn't even thought of. And then in the midst of that, there's a child. Mm-hmm. So you got, let's just say, a crazy baby daddy that's got custody of his child. He feels some type of way because the mama done moved on. She done got a man. She's feeling some type of way. And it's like, you can't see the kid. Now, I know we normally hear it in reverse, but these things happen on both sides. And it's like, it's so crazy to me that because she's moved forward and it's not with you, mm-hmm. that that's offensive. And it's like, but then she's met a man. Now you're mentally unstable and you're raising a very unstable household. It's chaotic. It's not healthy for the child. She meets a nice guy. That's a part of your village. You never know what can come in. And I feel like people always are afraid of that other person coming in and taking over and doing this and that. Well, that's the prop. Like if you felt that way, when you meet your people, you should say to them, I'm not having sex with you until we get married so that our children can be a part of this marriage. Nobody's doing that. No. So you're going to have to learn to get along. <laughs> or you're going to have to learn to do some things. It's like, I don't have to do shit. This is my child. Like, that just sounds silly to me. But it's self- There's two people. It's selfish. The selfish reasons as to why people feel self like that's self-righteousness on the highest form. And it's like the relationship never revolved around you. Mm-hmm. And the moment a child is introduced, you are really just you a out. side dish. You out. I saw, rather you're a mother or a father. I saw a status. Somebody said, oh, so nobody's checking on me. They're only checking on the baby. Yeah. You have moved out of the way in the order of importance. We care about the baby. And that's and I'm not saying that people don't care about the other parents and stuff in there. I'm but I mean, it's, But it's natural. You I'm got so- a new baby. Of course we care about your baby. No, the baby's defenses. The exactly. baby can't read. The baby can't fight. The baby can't get out the way if something bad happens. So, mm-hmm. of course, we're going to cling around the defenseless one. But it's like this. You stop, as a man, you stop being important the moment you start having obligations to people. And that's the hardest thing for a young man to become a father and have to deal with. Because mm-hmm. we really don't feel like we're all the way involved unless it's some shit that has to be protected or some shit that has to be purchased. Or disciplined. Oh, I definitely think that the, we need to change the culture because it's like... We have these, I don't know. I just, because I feel like within, within the original context of, or content of what you were talking about, like how important it is like to have those other people. When you guys aren't together, and let's just say that I grew up in a household where my mama didn't teach nothing about being no woman. Mm-hmm. I got sons, you come to my house, and it's kind of like interesting, but you grew up mm-hmm. with women. Mm-hmm. Let's say that's how we get together. You would teach me things and then you would teach my children things that I didn't get in my life. And I may have been with a type of man that never got that in his life either. Maybe his mom was passed away. Mm -hmm. You're going to come in and you're going to introduce possibly a grandmother and some things that were never given to this situation. And then just like that, your village is created. Mm -hmm. The children become more healthy. Um, Everybody's beneficial. Like everybody knows it's always been proven that like older people love to be around kids. It helps keep them youthful. So why wouldn't you want to add more people to your village? Now, it'd be different if I met a dude and I got daughters and it's like, um, 
hey, I just want everybody to accept him. I know he got four cases against raping little girls, but he's changed. No, sis. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. You can't just create a village with anybody because you do have to be selective. Well, we got to vet you out because the prior situation, nobody got vetted out. Mm -hmm. And you saw what happened with that. Absolutely. And you don't want to make the same mistake again. But there's some of us, like yours truly, that make the same mistake over and over again. And because in life, you get presented with the same type of challenge constantly and you keep failing. That means you didn't learn your fucking lesson. Mm -hmm. And because we have people that are hard-headed, willfully ignorant, I might add, you constantly have to deal with your own inner demons. And that's what comes before you can even put love out into the world. Love, i.e. as a child, i.e. a relationship with somebody worth having a relationship with. Right. Because I love hearing people talk about how great they were. Mm -hmm. But greatness is an experience. And if it's just you talking about greatness and nobody else is parroting your uh your concept about the relationship uh -huh. then you out here looking like a clown because it's plenty of people talking like oh i've been with this motherfucker five years i've done all this for him and then the other person be like huh no you didn't that's not true at all mm -hmm. and so because perspective matters uh, of course because everybody has a perspective mm -hmm. everybody has an opinion about your relationship and why it didn't work but if none of it's been positive, that's something that you have to look into. Think about self-introspection. It, it doesn't happen until some things happen. It doesn't happen until, like, it's over. Mm -hmm. It's beyond saving. It's mm -hmm. beyond the point of return. That's the only time that these things happen. And it's nobody's fault. Like I say, just because you have a child with nobody doesn't mean that you're going to like it's gonna work mm -hmm. because we saw have to be enemies oh no we don't have but see that's that's the only way people can live with losing somebody that's for you to be an enemy that's definitely the narrative that's being ran that if you have a child with somebody and then it doesn't work out you guys are enemies but that's not the way it's supposed to be like when we're talking about the step parent narrative it's like i do feel like we have a society full of people because we're being careless with sex that's the problem because there are so many people. I have plenty of friends. I'm sorry. I haven't had a child in what? 10 years. Mm -hmm. I know now what is responsible sex. I was not having responsible sex beforehand. I had to take accountability for what I was doing mm -hmm. because I created this step parent culture. I didn't have a child with somebody that I was seeing as my forever. Mm -hmm. I saw somebody in the moment. That's right. And I had a child. And then I created more of this, you know, situation. What has to happen to me is we show them through, like, you know, good relationships, good love, shown through our village that it can work if it has to happen. But I still think that we need to be giving our kids um, the values of not having um, children outside of you know, like a lifetime partner, because I know everybody doesn't believe in marriage and, you know, all the traditional things, but I'm saying somebody that you're sure about because like you have gone all your life, you're living your best life, kicking it, you know, doing everything. You meet a guy. It's like, he seems great. You know, like stay on your birth control seems, for a year, sis. Seems. Like, I just want to say like, stay, don't just give in because that's what it feels like. Everybody feels like I have to give somebody a baby to keep them. And mm. we are using children in the wrong way. And then we're creating all these situations with this hatred, this malice, this back and forth, the petty. And then you get this step parent on the side that has like, it like, shows I'm, up your mess. 
Right. Because it's like you can't be happy as an individual and a parent. Mm. Yeah. And that's unfair. It's like I'm allowed to be a good mom, but to also be a good girlfriend and potentially a good wife. But I'm going to have to partially disagree with that. Okay. Only because it takes a lot out of you to be the mother of the year. And at what expense are you willing to take that? Because I've seen it in reverse. Mm -hmm. I've seen women that give all their time and energy to a man because they don't want to be by themselves. And they got five, six kids. That shit is legitimately happening. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying everybody's... That's not the step-parent Not everybody's everybody's workload is the same. Mm -hmm. And not everybody's asked to do the same job all the time. However, I don't mind taking a night off because something happened with the kids. That doesn't bother me none because I don't feel like my place is threatened because you chose your kids that you had prior to relationship over me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't look at it like that because They're jealous of kids. Man. And because your insecurities project onto your children, mm-hmm. it makes the situation muddy for everybody else involved. Because let's not under, let's understand that I didn't spend all my time with my parents growing up. Mm-hmm. Like Somebody's always working. So I'm always at the house by myself. So if we don't have neighbors, mm-hmm. we don't have family friends, we don't have relatives. You know, I don't have any older brothers and sisters until I got older, older. Mm-hmm. These people are the people that fill in the gaps. But we only concern ourselves with who the other person is laying up with because we feel like our place is threatened. No, I don't have a place. Mm-hmm. The moment you step out of my life and say, I don't fuck with you no more. I'm just a footnote in the past. Right. I can live with not being rejected because I've been doing it my whole life. But it's a different hit when you've given your all, so quote unquote, to somebody and you still get the shit in the stick. Yeah. I think that makes monsters out of people that were just but that's originally hurt. It's subjective. Everybody has their own idea of what they want their partner to be like or the father of their children and all this and that. And if you don't live up to those expectations... It feels like they want to make it their mission to make your life hell because you're not living up to their personal expectations. And that's that's when retarded. you guys split ways. The only expectations they can have of you mm-hmm. is um um to me like parental stuff. Like they can't say to you, "Well, I expect you to have phone calls with me and da No, I don't want to talk to you. If it's not about the child, it's not necessary. What do we have to be in constant contact for? Because I can't fix what was wrong. No. I couldn't do it when I was with you. But then, too, you're showing yourself. Why do you need to constantly talk to me? I'm in a relationship with somebody. I'm trying to do some stuff, and you want to break that up. You're telling on yourself. I have children, and if you're not calling to talk about the kids, what do you need to talk to me about? But when you're being mean and tell somebody that, Oh, you've already you, you, you're a deadbeat. You don't do nothing. You da, da, da. And, it's like, and that's okay. the narrative. That runs with everybody. Cause Listen. Because I, I don't want to talk to you. I yes. want to talk to my child. And when I talk to you about my child, you're irrational. Or you feel like that you can just say whatever and you're the big boss. No. That's not the way it works. But the thing about having kids is a lot of these situations, people adopt the loser mentality when they have when they have control over life. Mm-hmm. Because it's like That's this. the only thing they got control and, and, over. You're a loser in your everyday life. This is the only situation where you have control. And if you've a person that has grown up 
without having any type of real power in your life, mm-hmm. of course you're going to go banana nut bread when it's your turn to be a mother, oh, I be a father. I can't wait to make uh, my... Oh, I can't wait to make my baby daddy's head life hell. Oh, I can't wait to make this bitch's and life this, hell. And, and, like, you don't sound how you... Hear how you sound saying that you have a whole child. You've met a nice girl. She may not like you back. That's okay, bro. But because she don't like you back, and she just wants to co-parent with you. You know what I'm going to do today? Choose violence. What? You got the bigger issues than just parenting. But that's why, too, when I say the responsible sex has to take place. Because when you meet somebody, you don't know whether or not they have mental health issues. You don't. You don't know about their family history or anything they've got going on. All you know is you jonesing. Yeah, well, I, in my defense, she was looking at my balls. What was I supposed to do? Well, I mean, show it to me or something. Um, so, regardless of that, I mean, it's not going to stop at the peeking and the touching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. But it happens. when I say responsible sex, that doesn't mean that we still can't want each other. It means that we both know that we're not ready for a child and we don't know each other. So, we need to be responsible with it. Yeah, well, see, a lot of those situations end up in trial and error. Absolutely. And then, and then we're more just creating, like you said, this culture where it's like all step-parents. And kids... There's nothing wrong with step-parents, but I do think that sometimes kids deserve to see a two-parent home with their whole parents. And not that it's not happening. Yeah. It's not. Because I see, I got friends. They married to the love of their life, and they've got both of their children together. I love to see it. Yeah. They're doing well, you know. And then just because you marry somebody and have kids with them doesn't mean that that's going to be your forever person either. Yeah, divorce is real as fuck. And then you're still into the step-parent culture. Yeah. It's just that sometimes I just feel like there needs to be, I don't know, just some kind of, like, we just need to all sit down and just be like, hey, I got somebody, you got somebody, it didn't work out, let's just move forward. And if, and then show the children something different. Because when you say raising black men to be stepfathers it feels like to me what we're showing them is because what happens is like a lot of times or not a lot of times what you'll see in some instances is that there will be that black woman who is scorned and then she'll have a son who's raising hatred towards his own father but then making him idolize a stepfather yeah which in turn sometimes can give that effect where it's like, well, I have kids, but I don't got to be nothing because they're going to get a stepdad or this and that. And we keep perpetuating this cycle instead of showing them like, hey, your dad's a good guy and he's still your father. That doesn't change his uh, place in your life. But I have someone now because that's really what it is. Like we all like unless the other parent is completely absent or deceased. When you introduce another person, it's only for the other adult. Now, if they live in your home and the children live with you, of course, they're going to be involved in some things. But like that person is for you. A hundred percent. And we need to get back to that. Like you're here for me. Uh-huh. My kids have a dad. That's right. That, like I'm not saying that in this household, you may not have to speak to my kids, but your job is easy at my house because they have a dad. That's, That's right. established. You don't take any value away from their father. That's right. And that's the that's the lesson that you have to teach. However, when you grow up in a house where the generational curse is bitterness, mm-hmm. hatred, malice, all types of shit that comes out of people's mouths, you really have to keep that in account. Mm-hmm. But if I meet you at a party 
and you dancing on me and you start grabbing on shit, All I know that conversation is not going to be had nope. because I'm trying to see what's happening right now because my dick don't get much harder than this. And too, like if you've grown up in all of that stuff, what's your outlet? You can't talk to your people. No, because they don't you understand. Do you know what your outlet is? Fucking bitches. Yeah. So and then or smoking and drinking or smoking and drinking, which all they they're a nice trifecta. They all roll into each other. They do, you know. And then when they all hitting right together, yeah, it's a nice night. Yeah, I mean, and that's how you cope with it because mm-hmm. you got to think about it like this too. A lot of these step parent situations happen because of bitterness that's put into the children. You can resent your parents for not keeping it together, but you know what you resent more? Nobody keeping it real with you. Mm-hmm. Like, at one point, if I'm a child and my mom and dad break up and they get divorced, kids internalize this stuff like it was their fault. However, when the truth comes out, rather be on somebody's deathbed or because somebody was mad at the other person, you really get a different perspective on it and you get pissed off for another reason. Right. How many times have we seen the movies where it's like they're sitting there, they're like, why would you lie about him? And it's like... Because I was an asshole. As they just like <laughs> sleep off into this thing. And that happens. And more you know than we, more than people want to realize. Art too. imitates life. It like does. they are showing us on TV all the stuff that they've either been through, stuff they've seen. And I mean that's real. And you have to take that into account when you're in your life. But when you're in the thick of it, it doesn't seem like that. I don't know. It's like, why would my mom lie about my dad? Because she's... Or why, pre- would, she's- or why would my dad say these mean things about my mom? Like, you can't... If that's your main person that you trust, mm-hmm. you're supposed to believe that what they're saying... Because that's our job in their life, is to guide them and to give them all the good stuff. And just, like, to let them not only see, but to show them through our actions and through our, you know... Just our walk in life. Be an example. That's right. And when within being that example, you have to show them healthy relationships and healthy, you know, going going to work every or whatever you do. If your thing is you want your kids to be entrepreneurs, then you need to start a business and show them what it's like to look at a business from the bottom up. Pass something down to them or, you know, help motivate their dreams. If you want to be a chef, have your kid in the kitchen with you every day. Yeah. Why wouldn't that same thing apply to anything emotional as well? People don't look at it. People play emotions off like it's not a real thing. And you see that more now than anything else. Like this whole kick for people caring about your mental health and everything like that. That just became a thing in the last couple years. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was just endure, endure, endure. Go crazy. Relapse. Endure, endure, endure. You be like. Or find your vices. Oh, or, you know. Oh, no. No, niggas protect the vices. You ever told a motherfucker that smoke weed every day that they can't smoke no more? A nigga put a knife to your aorta like, yeah, nigga, you think this is a joke? <laughs> think this is a game? You Fuck you, me, you go take away my, my smoke. You think we playing with you? Yeah, so, but people defend their vices uh-huh. and they defend their wrongs. Because a lot of times the truth never comes out because you're protecting the situation. I can't go into, like, immense detail, but... A lot of times when people get violated by people close to them, it's because they want to protect another person mm-hmm. at the expense and the innocence of another person. Mm-hmm. That's a problem that has been going on forever. Mm-hmm. And these things start to come to surface when you have children. So if you have somebody that it didn't work with and this other person is going in and they have my child's best interest in mind, why are you the person getting in the way of that? Because some people want to stay broken because people love the attention. Rather it be negative 
or some. Uh, well, that's what they're used to. Yeah. If all I'm used to is negativity and this and that, and then, um, because a lot of people don't realize when they put themselves out there or they're, you know, making this big situation for themselves, how much more jacked up they are. And like, if I'm already broken and then I add making a baby with a guy that I'm in love with that never liked me in the first place. That's right. I've already invested in my own demise. Because I keep adding more to it's like a fire and I just keep adding more wood. And then instead of looking at the situation and loving that child and then letting my child have a healthy situation, because I may have come in from a broken situation. I mean, my dad wasn't around. What I do instead is fight with the dad and then not let that kid see the child and then keep perpetuating that. And then it's like, um, because step parents aren't terrible people. Like I've known plenty of step like personal people, friends, you know, in my life, I don't, you know, I can't speak for my sister necessarily, but I know my dad was there for my sister her entire life. Mm-hmm. He living with her right now. They buddies. Mm-hmm. And that was a step parent situation. Now, if you said it around my dad, he'll smack the shit out of you. That's mm-hmm. his daughter through and through. He that's don't care right. what DNA you got to say about. That's his daughter. And that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. That when you come in, y'all come in as a family. This is the person that you've chosen and they're there for you. And that's that. It's about the kids. Everybody gets along. Because I know that if my dad had to deal with another father, he would have. Yeah. It's just that I need more of that going on in our community. Because it just feels like we have a breakdown in our villages. And then it's like you said, raising stepdads instead of raising fathers or raising moms to be bitter instead of raising complete families well the thing about blended families are they are complete families because let's not let's not get i didn't mean it like that no 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 no. i'm not correcting what i'm saying is this Mm -hmm. people think that they have an idea about things that happen there's been plenty of times in life that you had an idea and how things play out ain't necessarily the same way i think the blended family Mm -hmm. is is an offshoot of what people dealt with in the past because Let's not act like grandma and grandpa's relationship was the sterling standard. It never was. It was kids on the other side of town. Your uncle Junior didn't look like grandpa, but he's still Junior to fuck with grandpa's First heart of and all, shit my like uncle that. Uncle Junior looked just like my grandpa. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, nigga. That shit happens because you saw beautiful black women mm-hmm. in relationships that were not beneficial to them, mm-hmm. and. There was always a man overseeing the relationship that loved that woman, but they never exercised it because they thought it was the right thing to do to stay married to a motherfucker that didn't love you and didn't mean right to you. Right. So the, re- the, the the result is, well, fuck this. I can do something else. And there was stigma that if you left your wife or you left your kids or if you did this and that, that you couldn't be a complete man. If you went and did something else, That's because true. everything like now, like we all realize, cause it's like, what happened to grandmas and grandpas? Everybody realized their value that you don't have to stay in loveless marriages, That's that true. you don't have to stick around for children. And I'm saying everybody, cause there's men, women, everybody is coming together. Like this is some bullshit. But then until we have to quit being fascinated with marriages, weddings and understand marriage. Because well. people are fascinated with weddings. <laughs> Good luck, nigga. And don't understand that marriage takes... I mean, relationships. Being a girlfriend is hard. I, living together is hard. I've never been with a girlfriend, but I understand living together is hard. <laughs> I 
I understand all that shit. But, but I mean, you know, you have to learn your person. And then you may not get it right the first time. And that's okay. No, it's not. Let me tell you why. Because people are being pressured by society to be husbands, wives, college graduates, entrepreneurs, and shit like that. It does that. not make you a terrible person if you do something different. I saw a thing saying, if you're not teaching your kids to be entrepreneurs, you're not teaching your kids shit. And I just said to myself, that's crazy. Because... I wonder who serves them their food when they go to McDonald's. Everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. Somebody's got to work That's for their business. That's true. However, I don't see and a nigga. there's nothing wrong with I don't see a nigga working your- at McDonald's for 40 years saying I'm the one. I'm the best nuggets, nugget slinger. First Why did I ever do? What my hope is, but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with saying there's a standard because everybody doesn't see things the same. I don't want to own a business. Seems like a lot of stress to me. I don't mind working for other people. That is my personal thing. But I work in a job where I help people to do that. Because I believe in people. And I believe in all of this. And I and it's like... I love I your want, sugary disposition. That's very lovely. <laughs> and I want people to have nice things. But it's like... I ain't about to... Well, we are, but see, that's the cut thing. Cut no checks but and see, no but, but, but see, nice things are subjective. Mm-hmm. So we got to figure this out. I think the best thing about having the village is not only the perspective is, but you get to see people hands on from different walks. Yeah. Feeding into a singular vessel, i.e. the children, i.e. the family structure, because the family structure is the the house that Martin Luther King said he wanted to integrate his people into that's burning. That's exactly what it is, because we had a there's a war going on outside between black men and black women. And a lot of us are like. How the fuck did we get here? Because regardless of the situations that's being put ahead of me or how many bad women I've dealt with for this and other that happened to be black, I want another one. Because who else is going to understand my struggle? Mm-hmm. And if the woman I had a child with isn't there, I got a woman that wants to be around me. That is something that you need because we all come in these relationships, as I said, as in a deficit. Mm-hmm. We all have our problems with family, love, finances, but is this somebody that fucks with me despite the situation that comes before me that predates them? Mm-hmm. That's a win. Right. However, you cannot be abusive with this person giving a fuck about you, giving a fuck about your kids, or trying to help your situation. Absolutely. Because there are leeches that come with these situations. It's been a motherfucker that had five, six baby dads. And all five, six of them ain't shit, but all five, six believed in you. And there's dudes out here that didn't have five, six babies, mamas. Created a place to live five, six times. Mm-hmm. Ain't got it right five, six times. But talking shit five, six times. It's a same dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. And because these are the stories that people want to hear, motherfuckers feel like this is the standard. This is who we are in general. Because we all we all have our part to play in this situation. Mm-hmm. And because the underbelly of us are the people that motherfuckers look to to set the standard, we have a lot of work to do out here for the community because it's about pride. Understand this. When you say step-parent, that means this person settled. But I don't feel like I settled for who I decided to be with. Mm-hmm. It's just I was in a bad spot. It was a bad situation. And one mother isn't necessarily going to be enough. Just like one father may not necessarily be enough because I don't know who my father was when he made me. I don't know where he was at in life. And a lot of times your kids don't know because if we weren't married as a couple and the kids got here, 
but there was a war between mom and dad that we don't know nothing about. You got to have these conversations with your baby because I tell my daughter, look, 25-year-old daddy was some bull was on some bullshit. Mm -hmm. But this is the type of guys that are gonna be out there existing. I'm gonna use my mistakes as a teaching point or teachable moment for my children because if I give a fuck about them, I don't want them to be in the same position that I'm in because the shoulda, woulda, couldas come when you had an opportunity to make things right mm -hmm. and you didn't. But there's a whole culture of people that are jealous of their children and don't want them to be better than them too. So That's some weird a, woozy and shit. And there's a breakdown in that. So it's like, well, since your dad didn't want to be with me, you can't be around your dad. What? Well, your mama... Um, Used to dance at night, so I'm gonna take custody from her. But she's in college now. I don't understand. So, cause she don't like you back, and she's in college, and she's working a regular nine to five. She stopped dancing, but because she don't like you back, that's what we gonna do. Okay. And that's what's so crazy to me. Where I I know you said it wasn't a correction, but I feel like it should be, because a a whole it is a complete family because let's just say the kid comes me and you have a baby mm. we break up and then you meet a very nice young lady and let's say she's the type of person that travels and does some i can't even say i don't know i do all that stuff too but you know what i'm saying let's say she does something i don't do you know what i'm saying and you've introduced a whole nother set of family to my child that they would not have been you know, like I think about my children and how blessed they are. Like some of my stuff is not even just from our relationship, but like if nothing else, like they don't have no whole ton shit full of uncles. Mm -hmm. You got six brothers or five brothers. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like now they got uncles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I mean, it's a plus. They, their dad has brothers, mm -hmm. but they don't see them. And some of them are passed away and stuff like that. But you have young brothers with, with kids. Yeah. Uh, so, like so he's the youngest in his set so like my kids are the ages of so like my kids is, are like the ages of like the great grandkids or the great great grandkids yeah. so like there are kids around but his brothers are older they're in their 50s and 60s like yeah, you've got yeah. young brothers it's not that they don't have uncles they get a different perspective that's right you know that takes nothing away from their actual uncles but look they got more and you know what that adds And to? I didn't grow up around men. Bigger picture. You guys see the bigger picture? And I'm just saying how great that is in a blended family that like they've gotten more people into their family. Mm -hmm. Or like um, they get to see um, your, like let's just say, um, or like I like to think about it with my friends too. Like how I've created my own sense of village. Like I have friends that don't have children mm -hmm. that are living their best life, that travel and do stuff. My kids get to see that there's another option. That's right. Like, just because mommy had a kid when she was very young and irresponsible doesn't mean that's your life. Mm -hmm. You can go be like your auntie. Uh, I'm going to use somebody we know, Nisha. Mm -hmm. College educated, beautiful woman out here living her life. Mm -hmm. She's been responsible with herself and she's a great reflection of a black woman to my children. Why would you not want that? Why would you not want that? Around your child. That's the question. And and I love that for my kids because it's not that I regret having kids or doing any of that, but they get to see there's another option. And that's true. It's not that because I feel like we put so much stigma on what a family should be like or what people should be like that they don't see options. Well, uh, there is no options when you have an idea. 
Because you feel like your idea is the one that's going to supersede everything that's shown around you. And that's why we have to keep raising the kids with options. But when in these blended families, because if you get to see um, Papa, you need, you need your stepdad's aunt is owns a boat. You had never been in a boat before in your life. Mm-hmm. And you get an experience you've never had or you get some things you've never seen. It's like sometimes if we will open up and let that community be a sense, but with controlled eyes. Because like I said, you know, you got to watch. Just because I meet a nice guy don't mean he not no child molester hiding behind the, the scenes. Or oh, a motherfucker that got 11 bodies chopped up in his basement hitting all over the damn huh. house. And women are perpetrators too. Just because you meet me doesn't mean that I'm not sitting around waiting for you to go to work so I can do whatever I want to do to your kids. Yeah. You have to really, like... That's the reason to punch a bitch. Uh, honey, it's more than punch. Uh, I didn't say I was going to punch you once. I'm ready to go to the... Yeah, I'm ready to go to the... <laughs> To the chair, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You do something to mind. You getting, uh, you going on the yeah. t-shirt, buddy. But the, but see, that's the thing. People are used to speaking what could go wrong into the situation mm-hmm. as opposed to what could go right. Because I feel like that's always the conversation. That's all we're ever talking about is what's wrong. Yeah, well, 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 but that's the thing. These relationships never prosper because the wrong is always going to dominate it. The wrong is the cream that always rises to the top. The good shit just becomes little kernels at the bottom that dissipate with all this water and all this time. It happens. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that people look at relationships in the negative, but you around so much negative shit outside of your relationship that this is the only thing you tend to focus on. When I say I don't want to talk to nobody, if they're like, I can tell within the first 10 seconds of the conversation on the phone if I want to listen to it or not. You just hang up on me. Bro, you talking about a motherfucker dying. You talking about a motherfucker got cancer. What the fuck you think I was hearing before I woke up? I woke up to tickers on my phone from Facebook talking about somebody else got shot. We got uh, 80, 80, 83 homicides this year in motherfucking Columbus. And it's June 2nd. I don't want to hear nothing nobody got to say about this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? But because this is the world we're living in, you have to really control what you can control. And if you can have your baby flanked with people that you trust, you know, male and female, friends and family, I think that's the best th- best move to make. Because to be honest out here, you don't want to be no person to get out the mud by yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to look over your shoulder. You got to be distrustful of people. You got to be jaded about situations. You self-isolate, you self-medicate. Do you want that for your children is what I'll be asking people. I don't want my son to think that the only way he can find peace is if, not only if he goes to church, but at the end of church, he gets to go uh, talk to the bottom of that bottle, that Tito's. You don't want that for your children. Or think that the only way they can function out here in this world is if they have some type of narcotic to get their mind off what hurts them, what plagues them. Right. These conversations they can have with their parents, but mom was too busy out here in this nigga's face. Or daddy was out here fooling around with this woman out of town every fucking weekend, and he missed my... Uh, he, he missed my uh, spelling bee. Or all his my dance response. Yeah. Like, weekends are for pick... Like, if mom is holding it down during the week, of course she needs a break on the weekend. If weekends are your pickup times, why are you out of town every week with a chick? Like, go get your kids. If dad is supposed to be coming to get his kids this weekend, we're playing games. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, it needs to be about that. It's but I the guess, back and forth between the parent. It ain't got shit to do with the kids. Right. But so, the kids are the, the ones that benefit the less from it, though. Right. So in the breakdown of everything, what do you feel like is a solution so that we're not perpetuating this cycle even further? Like, how do we 
in spite of because we're gonna all make mistakes. I don't think none of us are gonna get it right every time the first time. Like it's not gonna be a hundred percent across the board. You do got it right now, and I love it. But you know, like, but it took us a couple times to get here. So our children may have to go through that. But how do we raise people like young men to not be stepfathers or young women to not be babies' moms? Like, how do we raise that in our culture and help our children to see, like, even through our mistakes, like we are showing you a sense of community through our mistakes, but I want something different for you. Like, or even if this is your thing, that it can be productive or that it can be healthy down the line because you may not get it right the first time baby mm-hmm. you may meet a guy think he's the one get married y'all good then you find out that y'all are not compatible y'all mm-hmm. been in that house for three years you don't even like each other but then you're pregnant with a two-year or you're pregnant and you got a two-year-old mm-hmm. but you have to move forward and then you meet a nice guy he meets a nice girl you guys become a blended family and it's going to be okay because you've seen the example that's true but like how do we make sure that they see the example or how do we make sure that that they can be the healthiest as possible in the midst of chaos well one you have to unplug you have to take away those phones you have to limit tv time you have to cut off all social media you have to monitor what's being said to your kids while they're in your care and you have to live the example that you want them to live because to be honest with you the biggest deterrent that I had with being closer to people was in my hand right here, was the phone. Mm-hmm. Was the fact that I really believed that when I heard in 1994 that bitches ain't shit, I really believed that as a young man. Mm-hmm. And it was only perpetuated. an interesting relationship with women. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's what you believe. But you get out there, you befriend women, you talk to women, you see women. You start to love women outside of them being objects to you. Mm-hmm. Then it starts making a whole lot of sense. But a lot of times this doesn't happen until it's too late. When you're in a bad spot where you have no choice but to take what's in front of you as the law. And to be honest with you, man, we're trying to raise a bunch of children that aren't going to be fully assimilated into a toxic society that doesn't value their lives at all. That's the I value you. Mm-hmm. I value those kids. I value your family. I value our sister. Happy, happy birthday today. Hey, hey, shout out to D Pierce. I value all that because I remember being a little boy and there being basketball games and nobody was there for me. Mm-hmm. I remember being at Spelling Bees and schools events and well, grandma said she was coming. Grandma's an old woman. But I want her to, I want some support. I want to feel like somebody gives a fuck about what's going on in my life. Because essentially, that's all a child would want. How the fuck can we support these kids if we're back and forth with each other? And that's where it's important to me. Like when I say like the solutions, it's important for us to take ourselves out of the way and make it completely about the child. Because imagine if you had a stepmom, right? Uh Or like if your kids were like, think about it in our situation. My mom is retired. Your mom works every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of your kids has a spelling bee. None of your family can come. You don't think my mom would be up in there? Yeah! Yelling with a sign. Mm-hmm. But because we've established rapport in a village, and that's then we would work together. Like, that's why I say a village is important because it's important if my kids are going to be around me, 
then your kids know that they're going to be around me and they're going to be with my mom. My mom is important to me. Mm-hmm. So if there's an event and this graduation, my mom is coming. Mm-hmm. She buying gifts. She doing this. She doing that because that's the way we have created our little family. We didn't have a huge big family that in this huge sense of family. So we created in our small unit. Mm-hmm. And, and it's I'm more trying, bang for your buck. If you and I'm me. trying to replicate that in my life with all my friends and you ain't family. Trying to replicate that. I am, but it's hard because you know we all no, got our own issues. No, it, everybody comes up with their own baggage, and me too. Bag I'm not lady. perfect. Bag lady. I don't do that. Oh, you're a hater because I can't sing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up my podcast. Me, me, me. You a hater. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. I mean, and then it's like this. I uh, spoke to uh, I spoke to uh, Thick Legs. <laughs> Brother Thick Leg. Uh, no homo. But, uh, <laughs> you already said it. I know. And... We we airballed the first attempt at this topic, but we spoke about uh, senior night. You go to these uh, senior nights at uh, these football games and these basketball games. Absolutely. And we see that child that has to be taken across the stage or the field by the athletic director because they don't have no parents. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever the circumstance is, is somebody's not there. Mm-hmm. And... It really dawns on you that you have a situation to where you're blessed and you don't want no kid of yours that you can like help to go through anything like that. Like I'm out here achieving some shit on a small level because, you know, high school sports is anybody can make high school sports. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But celebration of me and there's nobody to celebrate because for whatever reason, y'all not there. And I need y'all here with me when we're at war with each other as parents. The kid is the one that's left out. I mean, I remember just being like, well, damn, don't nobody fuck with me. And then you get used to it. So when people start to, like, I'm going to go to your game. Uh, yeah, whatever, nigga. You don't want that for your kids because you want to, they want to feel like they mean something. Right. Like we, like it's possible for you to fuck with each other or at least fake it around me. So I feel like we are together mm-hmm. and we don't have that. And you will want this sense of like camaraderie, village, community for your kids. And it's hard to have that when we have our own separate issues. Like, if you don't want me, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, don't make your disposition be the disposition of this child while we're trying to figure it out. Because I can apologize and say that this is my fault. But after it's this person's fault, that has to be the end of the situation. Because how are you ending? Like, how are you healing from a situation and it's not resolved for you? Also, too, I want to make sure that I say, because I feel like we've always talked about the ideal parent on this other side. We need to make sure, though, too, that each parent is taking their own individual individual responsibility for the child. Just because baby's mom don't want you no more doesn't mean that you have to get go, sir. There's still a child that's involved. Just because that his dad doesn't want to be bothered with you doesn't mean that you get to run away with the kid and not let him have a relationship with the child. Like there has to be responsibility on every end for this to all work. I agree. Like everybody has to remove themselves and make sure that it's all about the kid. And say to yourselves, you know what? Maybe I wasn't ready for a kid, but I know she, I wasn't. She didn't abort it. I wasn't. So I got to step up. 
The kid is here now. The kid didn't ask to be here. And we got to move forward. And everything has to be all about the children. Of course. A hundred percent. But we too busy. they're us. Yeah. They're us. And one thing I won't do to my child, I won't subject them to nothing that I didn't think was... Nothing that I thought was pleasant as a child, I won't subject them to that. Because at this point of the game, if you're in a blended family situation or mm-hmm. you're on the other side of... This mom and dad shit. You don't want your kid to go through that because regardless of them being your namesake or them looking like you, right. how you know your child is strong enough to deal with everything you deal with as a child? Exactly. You have no idea what these kids are subjected to because they used to tell us that it was the end of days when we were teenagers. And you and you out here blinding it. So there's a lot of situations, and I'm going to say most of them, like, Nobody knows what's going on. You meet a guy, you have a baby with him. You don't know him. You don't know his family history. You don't even know what your child is fighting. They could be fighting a mental illness that you know nothing about. And you still talk because shit. you've had frivolous sex. So you're sitting six. there, you're talking six. What is C? Okay. S E C S six. You've been having. You know what I'm saying? Like you out here doing living your life. And it's like you haven't looked into that. So then you're dealing with his mental health as well as your child's unbeknownst to you. Unbeknownst to me. So, I mean, you really, we need to do a little more research and, you know, and then if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Move forward, move healthy and create a village. Heal. 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 Yes. That's that's all I ask you to do. Heal. Take some time between relationships. Get back to being who you were. Pride before the, the person came in there and came through your life with a wrecking ball. You're going to have to do that because to be honest with you, man, I can't say I love my kids. I can't say that I love somebody else if I'm not putting in the work to get me back to where I need to be at 100%. And if it ain't 100, get back to close as you can because every day about everything about this life is a grind, especially the emotional and a psychological component. Seek therapy. Find a hobby. Do something. But if it's your job to meddle and conjure up drama because you upset that somebody left you in the lurch, I understand. But it takes so much more strength to move on as opposed to keep some bullshit going. And one thing I know about people is if there's an easier option, the people always choose that. Mm-hmm. And, but it's not beneficial to your legacy. It's not beneficial to your mental health. It's not beneficial to the relationships that have surrounded you because I'll ghost you if I know you a terrible person and you trying to drag somebody down because you didn't get what you want. I'll quit fucking talking to you like cold turkey, like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, because you can't make sense of you can't justify bad behavior when there's so much at stake here. Right. If it's his boyfriend, girlfriend, and there's nothing else going on, we'll have a talking to. Mm-hmm. But hey man, you and this bitch going too far and Y'all not doing shit for these kids. I don't fuck with y'all. And that's a hard conversation to have with somebody. I think as a village, we also need to hold the parents to a better standard. Like, I feel like that's my new place. And I've been trying not to be like that type of friend. But like, I'm going to tell my friends, girl, bitch, that don't got shit to do with you. If you don't let that man see that baby, you sound stupid. Or, uh, nigga, you ain't seen your kids in a while. I haven't seen your kids in a while. Fuck what is wrong with fuck you? Fuck is wrong with you. I'm not fucking with you if you don't fuck with your kids. We have to hold each other accountable because at the end of the day, if we don't do that, nobody else will. And I don't like a family full of individuals. And I'm not about to be letting nobody in my village not see their kids or not 
pay their child support or be mean to their baby's dad. You know, like I'm I'm not feeling that. And I'm if you want to do that, I'm, you can I'm move kinda, away from I'm me. I'm kind of liberal about the, the, the hatred for baby mamas and baby fathers. You do what you got to do. Just don't let that spill onto these children. You're not allowed. You're allowed to not like the other person, but don't let that spill onto the kids. Don't be nasty. And then I don't want to hear you talking bad about the kids in front of them. If but the other one, like you'll oh, yeah. never be in that, here that, talking about the, any of your kids' moms. Like I'm gonna raise up, like uh uh-uh, uh, not in front of the kids. That's not what we do. That's mm-hmm. not how it's gonna work. Because that's their mother at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's care. their father. And, and, we, and you are teaching them to be with the motherfucker you don't want to be with. So why would you do that? Like you laid in, because that's what my be my question. If I was a kid, she's so terrible. What you laid with her, sir? Yeah, you trying to. I saw you sneak in the other night. I know. You've been laying with her recently, sir. Mm-hmm. Don't try to front in front of your girlfriend, sir. I ain't going to blow up nobody's relationship like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant. I was, not, I was not, talking from the kids' perspective. I'm not a trade. That's how kids do. Well, you know, like, Daddy, um, I seen you at my mom's house the other night. Well, you know, whole ass niggas are made, not born. That's why you can't go out like that. <laughs> Little kids will tell on you in a minute. I didn't mean me now. You, you out here creeping. That's, now, that's where I'm going to have to be like, oh. Yeah, you're going with that bullshit. You will have to just move around me because I'm not dealing with you and your baby mama shit. <laughs> that's right. Well, anyway, man, that's been uh, that's been the free lunch bunch talking about the blended blessing, blended aka blessing. Plan B for me. <laughs> Brad the dad, hey. you catch me on IG under the name Free Lunch Bunch. We trying to get more and more content out to you, man. I appreciate my lovely co-host Derisa with her fine ass. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, well, anyway, man, uh, y'all just take some time to breathe, enjoy yourself, enjoy this terrible-ass great weather that's about to bring out the worst of most people, and uh, we'll get up with y'all, man. Y'all be cool, y'all be cool. Also, uh, make sure you following and sharing this shit or I'm going to beat your ass. She got big hands like me, too. (laughs) We're gone. Hey!